following Dharma talk was presented at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota as part of the weekly Dharma series. The speaker is Mark Nunberg, guiding teacher at Common Ground. Welcome everyone. Nice to see you tonight. I'll say now so I don't forget that uh, I'll be teaching down in Iowa next Wednesday for the whole week um, with Andy Olensky. Maybe some of you saw the flyer on the bulletin board, but they're having a summer institute down. I think it's Clear Lake, Iowa. Some of you might know that place. And um, it's on the Buddhist maps of the mind. But in any case, I won't be here. And Gail Iverson will be teaching next Wednesday night. But you do have a chance to hear Andy Olensky, who's a wonderful teacher, because he'll be teaching Sunday 1 to 3 in the afternoon on the Buddhist Maps of the Mind. He's uh, the senior scholar and executive director at the Barry Center for Buddhist Studies in Massachusetts. Uh, used to be the executive director of the Insight Meditation Society in Massachusetts. A great guy and a, a wonderful teacher. So if you're free Sunday afternoon, I recommend that you come. It's our monthly evening Dharma program, which is this case in the afternoon. And that's when we invite a guest teacher to come and speak at the center. So he'll be our July speaker this coming Sunday. And I'm now continuing the talks I began a long time ago on this list, which we call the paramis or paramitas, the, 12, or the 10 perfections of the heart. It's just a nice way, a really broad way, to have a sense of what happens on this path of developing awareness in our lives. What kind of qualities get strengthened, and that each of these particular qualities are like a window into what the path is about, like why we're doing it, both in terms of the goal or the fruit of the path. But, uh, but right now, like what are the benefits? What is this path about? So in the spring, we talked a lot about and discussed generosity as one of those windows. You know, there's really no end to how we could deepen our understanding of what a generous heart is or what it means to freely give and freely receive moment by moment. That sort of following that reflection could be our whole path, and it would be a great path. You don't really need any other teachings, but generosity, if you follow it deeply enough. And it's the same with this next topic, morality, which, of course, when we hear that, you know, I don't want, I'm not so interested in that being my window, you know, that being sort of the coloring of my life path, you know, because we have a sense, people who are moral are tight, <laughs> you know, like afraid to make mistakes or you know, want to be seen as good. So we have to, like, probably for most of these qualities, generosity, morality, let's see if I can remember them, um, renunciation. I got, my, I got my cheat sheet, and you can pick up your cheat sheet at the end of the night. I've got some extra copies up here. Renunciation and wisdom and truthfulness and equanimity, loving kindness, uh, resoluteness or determination, patience, energy, or effort. So these are you know, different windows. And we're going to have favorites, which is fine. And we're going to have things, qualities that 
for whatever reason, push her buttons. But that's okay. And don't feel like you have to sort of work with all of them in the same way. Some you may really work with quite a bit. But it's nice to reflect on all of them because we want to see what kind of resistance we might have, for example, around morality. Like, what does it bring up? And we want to clarify that because, you know, the whole path is a path of release. It's not a path of carrying a cross up a mountain. That's not what the spiritual life is meant to be. The way the Buddha described it is this path of awakening, it's good in the beginning, it's good in the middle, and it's good in the end. So whatever particular window or however we are understanding our life and our path of bringing more awareness into our days, it should, it should have the flavor of release, of happiness, of feeling of connection or wholeness, not a feeling of alienation, not this sort of increasing heaviness. Oh, you know, now I, you know, I can't gossip anymore. I can't watch stupid TV anymore. You know, can't have hamburger anymore. You know, we kind of make all these shoulds and then it gets really heavy. And that, of course, is not the idea. So tonight I want to talk about morality or ethical conduct, or we could even, maybe I like using actually the word harmony, learning how to live in harmony or learn uh, how to live without harming other beings, ourselves included. As a, so like how, how to see that not as something that we impose on our life from the outside, you know, like some set of rules that we impose that then feels heavy, it's something that's really natural that comes from the ground up. That's really, the, I think, the appropriate way to develop morality or to develop a beautiful, ethical, harmonious life. Not to imitate it, but to discover it as a natural force. And then, as we discover it as a natural force of the mind and heart, you know, that discovering it, that paying attention to it, is actually what waters it and strengthens it. That's all we have to do. That's true with all of these, actually all of these ten paramis or qualities of the heart, these wholesome qualities of the heart. The way we develop them is we begin to notice them, even if they're quite feeble or quiet or subtle. We notice them. The noticing them already is strengthening them. The more we notice them, the more they get strengthened. The more continuous that we are able to recognize the force of kindness or the force of morality or the force of generosity or energy or any of these ten forces, it just becomes a more predominant habit energy in the mind, wholesome habit energy in the mind. And in the same way, if we pay attention with some continuity to the unwholesome habits, they get weaker and weaker. Paying attention to the force of irritation or aversion in the mind, starves it. Because what really allows aversion to bloom, to become like a strong habit in the mind, is to be unaware of it. You know, to be 